What? What? On your way over? <laughs> we really have not changed. Hello, and welcome to Jaded. This is Jody. Today is Sunday, May 21st, which marks actually two years in the passing of my ex-boyfriend, Byron. So, we miss you, Byron. We love you. Sorry you're not here. Um, today, I'm with a very, very good friend of mine who known for years. Um... You know they're a good friend when you can go 10 years in between conversations. And um, Nick, I appreciate you letting me do this. Um, I really don't know what I'm doing here with this podcast. I do know that I, I'm searching for answers for myself, for my life, for trying to find happiness, trying to find a new path to forge that doesn't come with all this pain and heartache that... I feel surrounds me constantly. So it it may be futile. It may be it may be something that I have to accept as just life for me and find my happiness and joy within it. But in the meantime, while I'm still figuring it out, uh, how are you today? How how does it feel to see me? We haven't seen each other now since November, and before that, ten years. Ten years. It's great to see you. You're you're looking good, and um, you know I'm always happy to see you. It's it's like we never left off, and so that's for me, uh, you know, a symbol of, of a you know a friendship. You know, we're we're friends on a, a number of different levels, and and so you know we've been through the highs and the lows uh, over the years, and. Um, uh, certainly I've had some lows and you've had some lows and I've had some highs and, uh, and otherwise. We, we weren't really there for each other for a lot of those, at least this last 10 years. But whatever we did build before, it's still here. Yeah, it's still here, you know? And it's, it's, yeah. it's awesome. I don't have I, that with many people. But I have a connection with your kids and um, that's important to me. And it always was important to me. And, uh, but that dates back to 2006, you know, 2005. That's a very good so. point, though, because you can't really know me if you don't know my kids. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. with four of them, that's a huge part of who I am. And not knowing my children and me with them, you really don't get to know all of me. Well, back then, it was a very difficult, you know, time for you, uh, we worked together. That's how we met. And so, um, you know, but then... But then I was I was a single mom. I recently divorced. Right. And taking care of four kids on my right. own. Going to school. Right. Working full time. And, you know, after a divorce, things are going to... Things are going to be rough. I don't care how good the outcome eventually will be. In the beginning, there is always heartache and loss and pain and suffering and I 
I knew it was coming, but you're never really prepared for that. And so where we worked, you work in mental health. And yep. someone recommended yes. me to you, or recommended right. you to me, as someone to try to find help with some of the issues that were going on with me and my kids. And that in itself, I think, really kind of sealed the bond between you and I. Because being able to discuss all those things that were going on to not be embarrassed or ashamed. It was okay to be afraid. You always let me talk to you honestly and openly about things that were not easy. Mm -hmm. And it's still wonderful to me that you did not judge, that you cared, you were open in return, and that's hard to find. Well, you know, uh, Jody, I'm uh, I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and um, have been so for thirty years. And I think that um, you know, having met you and uh, caring about your children, uh, knowing the struggles that you had to go through and everything during that period of time, um, you know, I I sort of bonded with you and, and as a friend. But also, you know, I never, I never really felt it was a professional relationship. I always felt it was a friend, friend relationship, but with professional benefits. Right. I, I definitely agreed because I, I wasn't trying to say that it was, it became intimate when you have to talk about personal things in your life. And so our relationship began intimate. It was never a professional thing. I didn't meet you in an office. You were not a doctor. You were a co-worker. Someone else who trusted you and believed. Like, I came to you with trust. Professional relationships don't have that intimacy probably ever. I would hope not. I think they try to prevent that, actually. Um, but I've never, I've never viewed us or our relationship as professional, but it definitely has many, many advantages for me, especially because you do have that background, you do have that understanding and experience that, well, nobody else does. So what, what what's going on for you today, Jody? Ah, right to the point. Okay. Um, quick catch-up, which isn't going to explain much, except you know this. Boyfriend that I've been seeing... Off and on for a while. The guy in Vail. The guy in Vail, yes. Uh, I call him my alcoholic. <coughs> You're alcoholic. Yes. Um, He's an alcoholic. As am I. As are you. Many people are. But um, the struggle between us has... We've always... Whenever we hooked up, whenever we got together, we both imbibed that to the hilt. We drank a lot. Constant drinking, start to finish. Um... So the relationship was was essentially uh, revolved around drinking. Yes, yes, most definitely. Um, and so your your uh, opinion of him oh, hey, was, no, was tainted by the <laughs> fact that you were intoxicated. I don't know that it was tainted. I actually really loved it. For me, it was an escape. Living with my parents and still living in the aftermath of the time I spent in jail. The loss of my family, my home, my life. I'm still... I'm assuming you all know about this history if you're uh, listening to her. They do not. Not all of it. But 
so that was some of it. Um, living at my parents' house, coming from an abusive childhood, that part they do know about. I have put that out there. Um, living with my parents, again, is difficult. Trying to rebuild relationships with my children, who are all at least teenage years, some in their 20s, is difficult. And going up to Vail, not telling anyone where I was going, just going, getting up there, walking into a man whose eyes would light up when he saw me, who truly looked in awe of the fact that I was there. And every second, I felt appreciated. So you felt like his princess, his queen. No, I, if, well, maybe, or maybe he was my king. That was my castle. I, either way, it was a good escape. It was a place where I didn't have to deal with negative emotions. I didn't have to deal with... What, you deal with negative emotions at your parents' house? Ah, not at all. No, it's great to watch my parents bitch at each other all day long, back and forth. Yeah, but they've been married for 50 fucking years. Oh, no, they've been married for, let's see... 47 years, 48? All right. Okay. They, yeah, it doesn't mean they, like, <laughs> they don't like each other. That doesn't matter. They're it, married for 47 years. It matters to me. People married 47 years to me should love each other, should not. How long should people be married uh, before they recognize that they, they are... Just, uh, all right, move on. Okay. All right, bad subject. Uh, <laughs> either way, yes, no, I felt criticized, judged, um... Not in by a good who? space. At, ho who? at home. At home. By your so mom being and dad. in Vail, Vail was... But it was like, it was like being a, a child again. Every day of my life. But L living with your parents. But at the same time, I'm supposed to be a parent to four children. Yeah, and you're supposed to be a grown-up. And you're supposed to have your own place. And you're supposed to have be successful. And you're supposed to be, you know, have a, have a, have a car paid for. And, uh, you know, whatever successful people have. Right? I'm an addict. I'm an alcoholic. I am not who you just described. That is why my life is the way it is. So the reason I wanted to talk to you today, Nick, is following, following my alcoholic deciding he wanted to get sober and we were going to come to Denver. He was going to admit himself in patient rehab. Oh. And instead oh. we ended up with hallucinations. Why? Uh, it was a combination of things. Acid? Not, well, you would think, right? Um, just a little a little dabbling into something you probably shouldn't have. But Molly? A, but a big part of it would be that he had, he had drank, he drank almost an entire bottle of vodka in one night. Holy shit. He'd been drinking all weekend, not eating, not drinking water, not sleeping, just alcohol, alcohol. And when he stopped abruptly... Uh-huh. His brain didn't like it. And it, over time, developed into a horrible, frightening scenario where he believed people were out to get him. It's called Korskoff's. Korskoff's? Yeah. What's that? It's a syndrome. It, it, it's uh, alcohol-induced. It, uh, they used to call it wet brain. Oh. And Korskoff's syndrome causes hallucinations. It can cause delusions. It can cause paranoia. Very, you're describing. You know, everything. it can. You know, and it can be temporary, and usually is. Uh, however, um, 
<laughs> you have to pay attention when it happens because it means you have to stop drinking alcohol because your you know your your brain is is giving up is giving up. Really? I mean, you, yeah, you could have alcohol-induced dementia if you don't stop drinking. Wow. Uh, alcohol-induced dementia is, is very similar to uh, normal dementia, where you don't remember anything. You you know you don't recognize people. You don't. I mean, your your life is basically screwed up. I mean, you know, you're, you're just, just you're, you're delusional. <laughs> you're delusional. And you end up in a nursing home until you die. Because your brain just can't recover. Yeah, I mean, eventually it just, uh, uh, you know, it, your brain starts dying. And when that happens, it's a domino effect. Oh, you know, other parts of your body. I mean, your kidneys shut down, your, your liver stops working, your, you, you know, everything else. I mean, it, you basically poisoned yourself with alcohol. And that's... One of the things I had worried was going on was alcohol poisoning, but I didn't realize what effects those would have. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I just know he was scared, and he was insistent that I see the things. He needed me to validate what he was seeing. Yeah, he's got a he's got an issue. He has to get into uh, a program right away and stop drinking and stop using all drugs. I don't think he's the only one, and let me continue... Um, well, I, I'm well, thinking that, that's where I'm going. I guess. How does this relate to you? Well, so he, we called you on our way down from bail. Right, that you was him. He gave was, us the yeah, advice: right. take him to the hospital. Right. They put him on Ativan. Uh huh. Took two rounds. Mm hmm. Put him on something after that. He opted to go to, um, detox. He opted to go to the Arapaho House. Okay. For another evening. I one evening? One more evening. It was just detox. That that was all they were offering at the time. Yeah, a librium and uh, whatever, you know. Basically, he didn't, I mean, it's almost like he didn't Ativan need librium, to be there. Yeah. They didn't give him any other dosages of medication. Yeah, it's They just not, watched him. Yeah. It was, so I don't know that he needed that particular part, but the fact that he, he opted to do it was good to me, that he was willing to go, because yeah, he didn't he, have to. He needed to stay there. Well, that isn't the, that, where he was was not the treatment part of it. It was just the detox center. He needed to go to the treatment Tre part of it. Right. Well, that didn't happen. Why? I picked him up when he was let go of detox. We looked into Parker Valley Hope, which is 10 grand for their 28-day program. Yeah. 10 grand is a lot of money. Well, you got a bad, you're going to die. Huh. You're going to die. Okay. Um, Ten grand. That was not. That's not something we were told or, or a conclusion we came to. Well, and, yeah. and we didn't do that. So he stayed with me. Stayed at my parents' house. He approached my dad. Mm -hmm. Told him what was going on. That he was looking into programs. He wanted to get his life together. And my father's response probably. My dad probably didn't even look at him because he's just a dismissive bastard like that. But well, yeah. I, I know said, your dad. I know your dad. He said to this man, who wasn't his son, "Do what you need to do to get your life on track." Basically, gave him full permission to stay there. To there were no boundaries set. There were no. You will have to <laughs> be in a program within two weeks. You will have to this, that, and the other. All right, all right, all right. Conflict. So okay. your dad set himself up for. Well, for no, nothing. The bad part wasn't him. It was me. So. What? You would never have gotten that Listen, from your dad? We went three weeks sober. No alcohol. 
It was difficult. It was a change. We had to we had to get to know each other on a different level. We were different people now. We didn't have alcohol. We weren't in Vale. I wasn't in my castle. He wasn't my king. He was recovering in my room. You were sober and he was sober, so now you're different people. Now we're different people. And I always felt that when he was sober, he didn't really like me. But when he was drunk, he loved me. And right. that was always a fear I felt before I got to know him sober. So what did you find out? So, so we struggled for three weeks. Uh, he has his place in Vale still, which is a room that he's renting out of a house. He's trying to get rid of that, sublet it. Doesn't want to pay it anymore because he doesn't want to be there. It's not a good place. Where's he want to be? I don't know, and I don't think he knows. And I think but, that's part of the struggle. All right, Hold so, on, let me finish. Yeah. So but I'm still wondering. I'm what, getting there. During the sober three weeks. Yes. How did you get along? We, it was, we had a good discussion about it one night, and he says, "You don't act the same around me," and I said, "Well, you're not the same person." I don't actually know who you are anymore. You don't... So you were scared. You, I said you don't respond to me in the same you way. You were scared. Uh, well, of course. But he was too, I'm sure. He was different. And he wasn't some... We both some, were. Yeah, but you were obviously uh, seeing something in him that you didn't like. Well, I, I, I felt a little bit of rejection. I didn't feel the same... Connection. Connection. Right. right. He wasn't as responsive right because but when I would you know just all right when so, he stopped paying attention to me getting undressed at the end of the day that's when I knew something had changed because you should always want to watch the person you love get undressed okay and so okay so you started how much of this stuff is your stuff okay. what do you mean well that's what I'm here to find out all right so how much is of this is your stuff you like to be admired when I like to be loved by your man by your man right loved by your man and you like to be observed being undressed after work I like to have that connection you like that connection that energy that yeah that oh excitement God, I, I love you you're, you're beautiful you're, right you're, yeah, right so that's your stuff okay okay alright now he's sober all of a sudden probably in the first time in 20 years who knows he's only 35 but <laughs> uh, whatever you know it's been a while and, and yeah. probably not for that duration of time in quite some time yeah and so all of a sudden he's sober you don't have a, a clue what's going to emerge out of this sober person you know? know you don't even know him sober you met him as a drunk And my, I might point out, uh, I love you, but, you know, you have a pattern here, you know. You have a component, pattern of... There's a piece that's missing that when I'm using, I'm not me either. You're not you. No. No. Whether you're using alcohol, whether you're using meth, whether you're using cocaine, whether you're using... Any, you know, I know this too, because... You and I have used together. Yeah. You know? And it's... And we are... And, and so here we are, raw. Right. Okay? And it's... And am I, I the person raw. that you thought I was? 
are you the right. the woman do you I thought still you were? Like who? Right. I exactly. Am? Yeah. Do I still like who you or, are? Or do I? Am I attracted to you because of? Gee, you're a good friend. You're a good woman. Or am I attracted to you because? You well, know, and, and you don't. We don't reasons. even have those connections because we. In order to learn who someone is, and I'm, I'm 21 years older than you. We're not talking about you, damn it. So, so my alcoholic and I, three weeks, he's got to go back to Vale. I panic because Vale is where he drinks. Vale is where he hates. Vale is where, and I know I'm not going because I don't need to. He's an adult, but I, I would love to supervise if I could. But it's something he you has can't. to do. You I know. Can't. I know I can't, but it's Codependent. You got still this kills whole me. thing going on. I know, me. it killed me with my mom, too. See, my mom died of alcoholism. It killed me, I didn't... You know. So he's supposed to... He says he's going to go one day, and while I'm at work, I was able to pay attention to work and not obsess about him going, but he didn't end up going. Uh -huh. That night I came home, and apologized as much as possible, told him, yes, I was stressed, I was worried, I was scared, I didn't mean to push you away, but yeah, I'm scared that you're going to go to Vail, but I love you, I trust you, and I know you have to do this. That morning, I woke up, and I just had a knot in my stomach, just a pit. I didn't know if I was sick, if I, my period maybe was coming, but it was just a, oh God, not good feeling. So I called into work and I said, you know, I, I, I'm sorry, I just, I don't feel right. I can't come in. So my alcoholic gets up, gets dressed. I know he's going to Vail. I'm doing my best to accept it, right? And he says he's going. I get up, I kiss him goodbye, but I I do it real quick because I know I'm about to fall apart, you know, just go. So he goes and I go back to sleep. My thought is, I feel like shit. If I'm awake, I'm going to feel like shit and be worried about him. Let me just sleep so that I can, let me just sleep through this. So I slept until about three o'clock. Three o'clock I get up and I'm like, it's still too early. I know he's not going to be back yet. Um, I text him. And I'm like, so what's up? I, he told me later that didn't come across as nicely as and casually as I thought it was. He thought it was more like, what's up? So what are you doing? When I just was like, you know, what's up? Like, I'm trying not to freak out what's going on. So he says the guy he was supposed to show the room to didn't show. But he'd taken care of his plates, which was huge. That was another, another deal. Um, his tags were expired and we got pulled over in Parker. And he had an insurance for over a year. Plates were expired over four months. And he was so casual about it, it killed me. Because I've done jail time for stupid shit like that. But, so he got that taken care of. After that, Nick, I remember going to the liquor store. Getting a bottle. Coming home. Vodka? Yep. I remember taking a few shots. And I remember, I, I hung up the drapes. Okay, and I, I had had this dream catcher it would sit up in front of my window and my alcoholic will tell you that I don't sleep very well at night I guess um, I struggle with what seem to be nightmares most of the time that I sleep I didn't know that um, Avery my daughter confirmed that I do that too she says mom you cry a lot in your sleep um, 
my alcoholic thought, you should take that dream catcher down. He'd had bad experiences with it. I just thought he was, you know, over dramatic. But I took it down that day, hung up the new drapes that my mom had bought, and took another shot and thought, I'm going to lay down and I'm going to sleep until he gets here so I don't fuck up. Even though I'd already fucked up, I'd already drank. The next thing that I remember is waking up. It was dark outside. I was alone. He wasn't there. I came out of my room. My parents were standing there, and I'm like, Mom, has TJ come home yet? And she looked at me, and she goes, What? I said, He's not back yet? She goes, Jody, you threw him out. And I said, What? You didn't remember. She said, You... You did not him. remember that? I do not. You so, were drunk? Apparently... So, and you don't remember that? Let me finish. So my mom tells me again that I kicked him out. And I start freaking out. And I'm like, Mom, no, I didn't. He hasn't been here. I haven't seen him. He wasn't here, Mom. And she says, Jody, are you okay? Do I need to call somebody? And I'm like, yeah, you need to call him. You need to tell him to come home. I've been waiting for him. Why isn't he here? So what happened? So... Apparently after that, I started talking about killing myself. You did? You were suicidal? Apparently. Did you have a plan? I don't remember talking about that. I, yeah, I said I was going to shoot myself. You I don't even a, own a gun. a gun. I hate guns. But next thing I can recall after that is six police officers in my parents' living room. I was angry. I thought they were all fucking lying to me because he hadn't been there. So you, were you delusional? I wasn't, I don't remember anything. Well, that's pretty so psychotic. I'm, I'm angry at the cops. My mom doesn't know what to do with me. She's scared. My dad's Yeah, because you're acting asshole. psychotic. Right. So they decided to take me in. And I am furious. Like, this is not... You went to Porter? This is not Hospital? happening. No, they took me to Parker. And what? it took four of them to carry me kicking and screaming. You were you were psychotic. I was so angry. It didn't happen as far as I remember. So they take me to the hospital. They strap me down. Cut off my pants. I'm bitching and fucking yelling the whole time. I'm so angry. And at some point I fall asleep. They I get a, a phone shot. call. They must have given you a shot of hell, though. Um, they did shove me pretty good Adam, Adam, with an Adam. IV. They did get me pretty good. Yeah. And, um... How do and Adam? I don't know that they gave me anything, honestly. I don't... Mm -hmm. You went to sleep? I, well, I was... I had been drunk and exhausted, and... I was out of my mind. I was strapped you to were. a bed. I think my mind just was Adam, like, we're not going to do this. All right, so... so why, why did this happen? Well, that's... Now, since that happened, I wake up, and they tell me I've got a phone call. I'm in the hospital and I have a phone call. You're in a psych ward. No, I was no, I was in a hospital somewhere, uh, some wing by myself, pretty much. Mm. But um, ah, shit, I forgot my makeup on. So anyway, um, it was him, my alcoholic. Somehow, he had gotten through to me, and he was in tears. He was a complete wreck. 
he thought I had hurt myself. It's taken some time for me to find out from him exactly what went on in that time that I don't remember. But from what he's told me, I got very angry and violent with him. I was trying to shove him out of the room. I was telling him to just fucking go. Just go. Get out. Go. You were crazy. I put my hands around his neck. Oh, wow. I, Nick, I don't... You don't remember anything? I don't do that. No, I, you've never done that. I don't do that. That wasn't me. But I don't know why that happened, and I don't know what it means. He is afraid of me now. I don't blame him. I don't know what happened. I can't explain it. It doesn't make sense in my head. And I don't know where to go from here. Oh. Do I just stop drinking? Is it just the well, alcohol? I think that, that, that would be probably a good idea. Can you do that? Yeah, if I have to. It's yeah, harder without I, him, I, I, but I when think, he no, was here, I, think, I... No, but obviously he is not a benefit to your life. And, he was the I, only reason I was sober for those three weeks. He's the only reason I give a shit about fixing anything. Okay. okay. I know that doesn't okay. mean that I can no, do okay. it, but... Uh, how do you want to spend the rest of your life? Not uh, like this. Not like this. And so, like this means, uh, you know, with alcohol. But, but right now is without him, and it is with alcohol. So can it be good without alcohol and with him? I don't know. I can't answer that. I don't either... But if you want to waste, you know, another 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 few few years of your life. No, I'm trying to figure this out. I'm going yeah. to my therapy. I've told you about the EMDR. The more I talk to you, the more I think it really would be opening a Pandora's box, and it's probably someplace I can't come back from. And I'm already lost in a hell now. I can't imagine that. No, this is honest. This is open. It's okay. Tell me what you think. Tell me how you feel. It All right. So, professional. Uh, professionally? Or otherwise. If I were you? If I were your brother? My brother. If you had a brother? I have two of them. If I were your good brother? Oh, you mean if you were somebody that like cared about me? Yeah. You're assuming my family right, cares right, about right, me. Right, right, oh. right. I would distance myself from this relationship. I understand that, and I, I'm not saying that's not the right answer, but I, that's not going to fix what's going on with me. Well, I know that's not going to fix what's going on for you. And, and you Nick, have to I go through. I learned that I did this with Dennis. I didn't remember it until all of this happened, but I know there were times he and I fought. I would wake up the next morning, and he'd be gone, and he would tell me this story the next day about how horrible I was and all the mean things I'd said and how... I was power tripping and threw him out. So you have dissociative episodes that occurred. I used to blame... Where you don't remember nothing. I don't... Once or twice with Dennis, but I woke up in the middle of it. With Dennis, you were drinking tequila. Oh, yeah. We were drinking whatever we could get our hands on. Yeah. It's can, always, can I tie it's it with alcohol? A, it's or is it me? No, it's always associated with alcohol. 
So it's not him and this relationship. It's no. not Dennis and that no. relationship. It's me and alcohol. Yes. I, I think you know that. I think, I think you do. I think that sounds easier than it being me. Because if it's me, no, I don't know no. what to do I with mean, it. I, I mean, literally, your, your life... I'm nuts. I'm clearly nuts. But alcohol just... Alcohol makes you more nuts. It makes you more of that shadow part of yourself that... Angry. You know, angry. Controlling. Controlling. Scared. Abusive, scared. Terrified girl. Abused girl. Alcohol just takes you there. But I'm 42. Shouldn't I have no, already worked no, through that? No. No. 42 and you have not had any good luck. But it's because I... You're, because I, you're, I don't know because you're, No, because you're drunk. Ah. <laughs> I have been, yes. No, you don't have to be, but you have been. Yeah. A drunk. And it's affected every relationship you've ever had. It's because I'm... It affected your... Your, your self-esteem. It's affected your... My ability to... Your ability to make good choices. It's affected how you raise your children. It's affected where you are now, living with your parents. It's affected every part of your life. Every part of your life. But it doesn't have to be that way. Without it, I feel raw and exposed and... Weak. Everything feels so heavy and so. so all right. Much. So so all right. So you need a plan, okay? You need a plan. The first part of your plan has to be to let go of everything. All right. Yeah, that's hard. And, and that's going to be the hardest part because you have to let go of him. You have, I mean, and you, my kids, I mean, and my you, parents, well, your kids, you know, and all, you know, uh, you were writing me the other day about, uh, you know, uh, Avery's over, at, you know, there and not with that's her what dad, I mean. with I her have, dad. I have to let I mean, go of that. Yeah, you have to let go of that stuff. But that's my life. But that's no, what no, I, deal I with. know. But the bottom line is, Jody, what you've done before, you can no longer do. Yeah, it's not working. It True. doesn't work. True. And you don't have that many years left. Gosh. You're 41, 42, whatever, <laughs> you know? I mean, I'm 64 <sighs> uh, in July, okay? Happy early. <laughs> yeah. You don't have that much time left to get this together, to get this right. <laughs> it's better to be alone, living alone, they're living in a, a, a codependent relationship where you're... But if you're, I'm drunk, does it matter where I am? Of course it doesn't matter if you're drunk. I watched my mother drive a drunk. Oh, gosh. Handle a day. Handle a day, my mom. Handle a day? Handle Holy day. cow. I thought you were telling me to handle a day, a day at a time. No. That's that's one of NA's yeah. for today. Yeah. That's one of yeah. the things for today. And she, she got sick 
and then she got pneumonia and couldn't get her ass out of bed because she was so drunk and she freaking died right there. All right, you don't, you don't have to live this way. No, I don't. We have to stop. I do. A little bit of weed now and then, what the hell, you know, <laughs> fine, but I gotta have get off the, you know, the, the booze, no. It's going to kill you, and it's going to kill you, and you know how angry I am at my mom? Yeah, I can't imagine. I, my mom, she killed herself with booze. Think about your kids. And this guy in Vail, he's <laughs> bad news. He's bad news. Sorry. He's got to fix himself. Yeah, it's uh. his shit. Whatever. Sorry. Dump his ass. What if he's my only support system? Uh, he's not your only support system. He's not. He really is not. Okay. He's codependent on you. You're codependent on him. Yes. Right? Very true. Right? He has no friends because he's a fucking drunk. I don't have any friends. Because you don't have any friends because you're... Drunk. I'm drunk and, and, and I'm a... But you have to change that. You have to get rid of him. He's not positive for you. He's, I'm sorry. But he's not the problem, but I understand this. I appreciate the direction, but we just made it clear it's the alcohol. Yep. How does alcohol... How has alcohol been for you lately? Because I know you and I imbibed quite a bit. Drank a lot. I haven't been drinking. How do you do that? How did it start have, for I you? I don't have any cravings. I, I, I decided that, you know, one, I wanted to lose weight. Right. But, I mean, sometimes it takes very... Like, putting something that major usually takes something major and negative to happen in order for you to be able to... Well, I grew weed, and I like the weed that I grew. And so, I guess I'm trying to seek advice yeah. from you. Like, what, what did you do that was affecting you? I, I, smoke, I smoke more weed. You smoke more weed. Yeah. Yeah. And does that quiet the... The demons? Some of them, at least. Yeah, in it months. does. Yeah, it makes me happy. Is there never... I, I never really liked uh, how alcohol made me feel. You know? Alcohol feels like poison. You know? Yeah. Alcohol to me feels like uh, waves of calm, waves of lack of responsibility, lack of owning up to my life. Yeah, it's but you made be you, a hard you, thing you, to get no, away from. Sorry, Joe. Uh, you've made very poor choices while on alcohol. So, give me advice on how to get away from it. I know that when you stop a habit, you have to replace the time you spent doing it with something or you will not be successful. Because boredom is... There's Luna. Hi, Luna. <laughs> boredom is the devil. Boredom, boredom brings is the you devil. to... Okay. So when I am not drinking, I don't know what the fuck else I'm going to be doing. So after you, after, you, after you drink, what do you do? Probably nothing important. I don't. That's the so, whole point. So, so you're you're bored before you drink, and then you after after you drink, what you're bored again. Drunk. You're bored again. You're drunk. Then so I'm drunk. you don't feel bored right. because you're drunk. Right. So all that time, 
that I'm wasting being drunk, I now have to fill with something or I'm going to fall right back in. You know? And I don't have a lot of hobbies. I mean, I could... I do metal detecting. You want to go metal detecting? I might want to. Yeah. I might want to. Have you ever done disc golf? Can you throw still? Yeah. Frisbee? Brian and I used to do that a lot. All right. So let's let, let's let's start there. Okay? Definitely need to do more things outside and. You have and to nature. get away from this man, okay? Because your your pattern was go to Vale, get drunk, uh, have sex, and you know come back to Denver, live with your parents. I mean, and go to work. You know. I mean, you've got to get something else in your life. You have to have a dream. What is your dream? I mean, come on. I thought he was my dream, um, but yeah, that, I I get it. I don't I don't need any more. There has not been. <laughs> so so now now pulling away from me for a second because you did help him a little. Is there any? Is his only option now treatment and no alcohol because he did come. That shit was scary. Yeah, he cannot drink alcohol anymore. He's I've got wet brain. I've never been through anything like that before. Yeah, he he, he obviously has course coughs. And course so coughs. How do you spell that? It's a K, K right? K. Okay. Uh -huh. I do remember that from psychology and college. Yeah. Before I had to quit going because I had to take care of four kids. But, Nick, I really do appreciate you taking this time to... Uh, help me see the light too. Fucking. I don't. You have to stop drinking, Jody. I know. That's the bottom line. There's other things I need to stop doing too, and that's another podcast. But thanks for being honest. Thanks for taking the time. And anybody who did listen, thank you very much.